0: Bestbookbits.com brings you the book summary of The Wisdom of Insecurity, A Message for an Age of Anxiety by Alan Watts. In this fascinating book, Alan Watts explores man's quest for psychological security, examining our efforts to find spiritual and intellectual certainty in the realms of religion and philosophy. The Wisdom of Insecurity underlines the importance of our search for stability in an age where human life seems particularly vulnerable and uncertain. Watts argues our insecurity is the consequence of trying to be secure, and that ironically, salvation and sanity lie in the recognition that we have no way of saving ourselves. Book summary, what's in it for me? Learn why consumerism will never give life meaning. There are many things that money can buy, swanky cars, palatial houses, high-tech gadgets, but there are many other more important things that cash can't get you. Things such as happiness and purpose, and when you think about what you want out of life, What seems more important, a Ferrari, or a purposeful existence? Blatantly put, a life of consumerism and pleasure-seeking won't be fulfilling. So what will it be? This book summary will guide you towards finding meaning in life. After reading, you'll stand a better chance of living the life you want. In this book summary, you'll also discover why the decline in religion has left a gap in society that the best ideas come when you're not thinking about them, and how pain is closely related to pleasure. Summary Part 1 As the power of religion and social norms diminishes, life becomes more uncertain. Do you ever feel anxious or insecure because of lack of fulfillment in your life? You're not alone. This feeling is more common now than ever before. Not long ago, the average person's life was guided or at least influenced by the strict doctrines of religion. It might sound counterintuitive but these strongly held beliefs about morality and the afterlife actually help people feel more fulfilled the promise of an afterlife is especially grounding and reassuring humans can put up with many of life's harsh realities as long as there is something to look forward to the devoutly religious can remain positive through the worst hardships because an infinitely blissful afterlife awaits them but the waning influence of organized religion has shifted people's outlook on life the 20th century saw societies around the world moving away from many religious concepts. The myth was losing its strength. Suddenly, with the afterlife in question, people were struggling to make sense of the pain and suffering of life. Where is the reward that makes it all worthwhile? So people began to fill this gap with the cheap thrills of modern society. Deprived of meaningful narratives provided by religion, many people felt an inner emptiness. And so, in an attempt to fill this void... More people turn to stimulants like drugs, partying, or overwork. These methods can provide distraction from the bigger existential questions kicking around in the back of your mind. But what this constant stimulation is really doing is desensitizing you. It can also lead to addictive behavior. Using alcohol to fill the void can quickly take you from beer to hard liquor as your tolerance levels rise. And this desire to increase intake mirrors what is happening in today's society. We are chasing down more and more stimulation to make up for a lack of meaning in our lives. Before we jump into summary part two, if you want to download this PDF on your phone or on your computer, click the link below and I'll send it to you via email straight away. Summary part two, consumerism promises happiness but leaves you unfulfilled. Have you tried to convince yourself that you'll find happiness once you get that promotion, buy that fancy new car or own that perfect house in the suburbs? Many people spend their valuable time working towards such goals, and many find only emptiness once they have achieved them. This is the essential problem of consumerism. The chase for happiness is never over. Maybe you've seen the image of a donkey being led by a carrot that's always dangling just out of reach. Well, people living in the Western societies work much the same way, forever chasing what they'll never catch. We start down this path at an early age. Children are told they'll find happiness by getting good grades in school and going to college. Then it's going to graduate school and finally getting a well paid job with a good pension and a happy retirement. But what do you do once you have that comfortable job and nice house? Emptiness might start nagging at you again if you don't distract yourself by coveting your neighbor's nicer car or that bigger house down the road. And so the anxieties and the hunt for happiness continue. This way of thinking can push you into making terrible decisions. It is especially common for the mindset to lead you down the wrong career path. Parents, teachers, and authority figures might convince you that attaining a prestigious job should be the goal of any young professional. But following this advice could result in a lifetime of unhappiness. What if you knew that your life's calling was to help people? A mission that brought you joy and fulfillment. But the influential people in your life steered you away from becoming a nurse or a social worker, and you entered war school instead. It's far too easy to end up spending your life doing unfulfilling work in the hunt for someone else's idea of happiness. Just on that thought, if you want to support Best Book Bits and the growth of Best Book Bits, you can purchase my new book, Success in 50 Steps, which I took 13 years to write, researching over 500 books. On with the book summary. Summary part three, there is no pleasure without pain, so stop worrying and let go of negativity. It's completely neutral to want to experience the joys of life, want the highest highs without any of the lows. Unfortunately though, life just doesn't work that way. In order to really appreciate the intense pleasure of life, you need to process the painful parts too. There is joy and beauty in life, but it always comes at a price. For example, think of the joy of meeting someone, falling in love, and forging a lasting bond. But of course there's a potential price. Your partner may fall ill or out of love. Experience pleasure is exactly what makes it possible to experience pain. The two emotions fall on different parts of the same spectrum. Experience one, and you will experience the other. So what can you do? You can change your perspective and stop looking at either emotions as being positive or negative. Instead, think of them as temporary events. You can then recognize pain as simply being a necessary part of life. For instance... Just as, as the agonizing feeling of thirst can lead to the sweet satisfaction of a glass of water, you can only savor the best moments once you've experienced the worst. And it is with this perspective in mind that you can break the vicious cycle of worry that can take over your life. A nice house with a mortgage usually comes with a slew of worries. What if you get sick or injured and can't make the payments? Even if you acknowledge the irrationality of such worries, they can nevertheless lead to other anxieties. For instance, why are you worrying about whether or not you're worrying about the things that haven't even happened? It's a vicious cycle. But if you adopt the right perspective, you can reconcile yourself with life's ups and downs and insecurities. You can break the cycle, let go of worrying, and stop trying to control everything. Summary part four, to truly experience life, have awareness in the present moment. Has this ever happened to you? You're feeling particularly unhappy or hopeless, and someone instead of taking pity tells you you're thinking too much, might seem a bit callous, but actually that person was probably right. Many people are disappointed with life not because of what they're doing, but because they're fixated on what they need to do or what they regret not having done. So instead of planning out the future or bemoaning the past, focus on the experiences of the present. Simply put, Thinking about something is never as profound as actually feeling it. Take music for example. Thinking about a Mozart symphony is nothing compared to being in the audience and letting the music wash over you. The same can be said for any experience. Don't think about how it will impact you later. Enjoy it now. For instance, rather than taking a picture of a delicious bowl of pasta and thinking about how cool it will look on Instagram or Facebook, focus on enjoying the meal. Nothing compares to the experience of actually savoring the taste of good food and good wine, I might add. You might be wondering, what if the present moment is making me miserable? Shouldn't I be focusing on pleasant prospects or comforting memories? Actually resisting or denying present emotions will only make matters worse. Life is like a long and powerful river. From time to time, there will be some rapids. All you can do is write it out. Resist or try to get back upstream, and you might drown. Stay calm and ride the waves, and the river will carry you to a safer place. Furthermore, this is exactly how your mind works. It wants to give in to the emotions you're experiencing. It's only when you try to resist or escape these painful emotions that anxiety takes hold. If you embrace frightening emotions and experiences, the tensions will subside. Summary part five, understand that your mind and body are the same entity these days we spend so much time in our head that we lose touch with what's going on elsewhere in the body but constant coctation subordinates the wisdom that our body and subconscious has to offer have you ever spent hours struggling with a seemingly insoluble problem and then while in the shower or a walk not consciously thinking about anything at all struck upon the perfect solution it's a common experience and it reflects one of the benefits of a holistic total body approach to life Once you recognize that the mind and body are one and the same, you can unlock your full potential. One way to facilitate this process is to allow yourself to fully engage with your environment and to slow down and constant analytical nagging of your brain. This will allow your mind to subconsciously process information that can lead to creative breakthroughs. Consider what goes on during the creative process, whether cooking up strategies for your company's marketing plan or formulating a thesis for an important term paper. You probably rarely hit upon tenable solutions during bouts of strenuous thought. Inspiration tends to come out of the blue when we aren't consciously seeking it. And tapping into the wisdom of the unconscious mind can work for all aspects of life. Take eating for example. Many indigenous tribes give special attention to their body's wisdom and let their stomach dictate how much they eat. They actually listen to their body. Once it tells them it's satisfied, they'll stop eating. On the other hand, we often don't listen to our stomach. We eat with the head, foregoing the actual pleasure of the food and eating as much as possible. So attune yourself to other parts of the body and let these inner voices guide you. If your body doesn't approve of something you're doing, it'll speak up. Sometimes it's wise not to second guess your gut feeling. In review, the wisdom of the insecurity book summary. The key messages in this book summary. Understand that there's no such thing as true security in life. So rather than falling into a state of anxiety, accept insecurity and pain as a part of life by being aware in the present moment. This will help you find tranquility and contentment. Actionable advice, meditate. Ever tried meditating in the morning? In addition to its many health benefits, meditation will help you tune into your body and shift your focus away from unproductive worry and that's wrapping the book summary but before we go away just quickly if you want to support the ongoing growth of best book bits a few ways you can do it for free you can like share and comment these book summaries tell a friend subscribe to youtube go to spotify but if you really want to help you can purchase my new book success in 50 steps which you can check the link for free you can also hire me for coaching and mentoring you can download my 150 best book bits summaries in pdf you can also download my course you can also follow us on our website at bestbookbits.com check me out on instagram dm me send me an email info at bestbookbits, subscribe to us on Spotify, join our book club on Facebook or our mailing list. And if you really want to sponsor us, we are on Patreon as well at www.patreon.com forward slash bestbookbits. Check us out. Hope you can help us out and fund the growth of the world's largest free book summary website, bestbookbits.com, this channel and audio. Thanks for watching and listening. Have yourself an amazing day. Go out there and improve your life. Take care, bye-bye now.